This is the Capital Literature Podcast, bringing you investment letters in audio. The Capital Literature Podcast is a SEBITS capital service for the investment community. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. All rights belong to the respective owners. Barron Real Estate Fund, Second Quarter, 2021 Dear Barron Real Estate Fund Shareholder, We are pleased to report that the Barron Real Estate Fund, the fund, generated strong performance for the six months ended June 30, 2021, gaining 16.24% institutional shares. During this period, however, the fund underperformed its primary benchmark index, the MSCI USA EMI Extended Real Estate Index, the MSCI Real Estate Index, and the MSCI US Right Index, which increased 20.04% and 21.24%, respectively. In the most recent three-month period ended June 30, 2021, the fund gained 4.65% institutional shares, compared to gains of 6.99% for the MSCI Real Estate Index and 11.74% for the MSCI U.S. Right Index. For our more detailed thoughts on the fund's recent performance, please refer to our review of recent activity and performance section later in this letter. We are also pleased to report that as of June 30, 2021, the fund maintained its five-star overall Morningstar rating. Morningstar Real Estate Category Rankings, as of June 30, 2021, 10-year performance, ranked as the number one real estate fund. Five-year performance, ranked as the number one real estate fund. Three-year performance, ranked as the number one real estate fund. One-year performance, ranked as the number one real estate fund. We will address the following topics in this letter. A review of recent activity and performance. Our investment themes and portfolio construction. Our all-weather real estate fund. The prospects for real estate in the Barron Real Estate Fund, preview, we remain bullish. As of June 30, 2021, the Morningstar ratings were based on 228, 199, 143, and 228 share classes for the 3-year, 5-year, 10-year and overall periods, respectively. The Barron Real Estate Fund received 5, 5, 5, and 5 stars, respectively. The Morningstar ratings are for the institutional share class only, other classes may have different performance characteristics. The Morningstar ratings are based on the Morningstar risk-adjusted return measures. As of June 30, 2021, the Morningstar real estate category consisted of 246, 228, 199, and 143 share classes for the 1, 3, 5, and 10-year periods. Morningstar ranked Barron Real Estate Fund institutional share class in the 1st, 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 and 1st percentiles, respectively. On an absolute basis, Morningstar ranked Barron Real Estate Fund institutional share class as the second, first, second, and first best performing share class in its category for the one, three, five, and ten-year periods, respectively. As of June 30, 2021, the Morningstar real estate category consisted of 246, 228, and 199 share classes for the one, three, and five-year periods. Morningstar ranked Barron Real Estate Fund our sixth share class in the first, first, and first percentiles, respectively. On an absolute basis, Morningstar ranked Barron Real Estate Fund our sixth share class as the first, second, and first best performing share class in its category for the one, three, and five-year periods, respectively. 
Morningstar calculates the Morningstar real estate category average performance and rankings using its fractional weighting methodology. Morningstar rankings are based on total returns and do not include sales charges. Total returns do account for management, administrative, and 12b1 fees and other costs automatically deducted from fund assets. A review of recent activity and performance. Recent activity. Like our portfolio management playbook that we employed in 2020, we have maintained our unusually elevated active approach of managing the fund in the first six months of 2021 due to the acceleration and emergence of headwinds and tailwinds in certain segments of real estate, the unprecedented economic and social lockdown and reopening, and the resulting stock market volatility. In the most recent quarter, we acquired shares or made additional purchases in. Bornado Realty Trust Bornado is a right that owns a high-quality portfolio of office and street retail assets concentrated in New York City. As economic activity improves and employees return to work, we expect leasing and occupancy trends to improve. At its recent price of $47, we believe the shares are attractively valued at a 40% discount to our estimate of net asset value of $78 per share. Coresight Realty Corporation Coresight is a right that operates a high-quality real estate portfolio of 25 well-located real estate data centers in eight markets in the U.S. We believe the company is poised for a positive inflection in cash flow growth in the next few years. In our opinion, the shares are attractively valued relative to its public data center peers and recent private market transactions. Selinex Telecom, S.A., Selinex has assembled the premier and largest wireless tower portfolio in Europe. We believe the company will grow its cash flow by 100% by the end of 2025, far more than the expected growth of other tower companies. Despite expectations for superior growth, Selinex's shares are valued at a comparable cash flow multiple to U.S. tower rights. Marriott Vacations Worldwide Corporation Marriott Vacations is a leading owner, operator, and developer of real estate timeshare resorts. With the company's 100% focus on leisure travelers, we believe Marriott Vacations is ideally positioned for a robust travel recovery as more and more people are vaccinated. We believe the long-term growth prospects for Marriott Vacations are compelling and the shares remain attractively valued. The Azik Company Incorporated, Azik is a leading manufacturer of outdoor, non-wood building products including decking, railing, trim, and other leading outdoor products. 95% of cash flow is generated from the U.S. residential housing market. We believe the company has a compelling multi-year strategic growth plan that should result in strong share price appreciation in the next few years. In the most recent quarter, we trimmed the fund's holdings in Wynn Resorts Limited and Las Vegas Sands Corporation largely due to ongoing COVID-19-related travel restrictions in China, Macau, and Singapore. We expect business activity to rebound sharply when travel restrictions are lifted and may acquire additional shares in the future. Following exceptional share price performance in 2020 for Open Door Technologies Incorporated and Penn National Gaming Incorporated, Open Door and Penn gained 112% and 232%, respectively, we trimmed the fund's holdings in both companies to manage the position size of each investment. We remain optimistic about the long-term prospects for each of these companies. We recently exited the fund's investment in Hilton Worldwide Holdings Incorporated and reallocated the capital to other real estate companies that we believe offer superior return potential. Recent Performance 
The Barron Real Estate Fund generated particularly strong absolute and relative performance in both 2019 and 2020. 2019 Performance Barron Real Estate Fund, 44.44% MSCI Real Estate Index, 30.21% MSCI U.S. Right Index, 24.33% 2020 Performance Barron Real Estate Fund, 44.28% MSCI Real Estate Index, 4.21% MSCI U.S. Right Index, minus 8.70% Following two straight years of annual returns of over 44%, we are pleased that the fund continued to generate strong performance in the first six months of 2021 gaining 16.24%. Nevertheless, a few factors contributed to the fund's relative underperformance in the last few months compared to its primary benchmark and the MSCI U.S. Right Index. The generally strong share price performance of several value real estate companies versus growth companies weighed on the fund's relative performance in the first half of 2021. Although the fund maintains investments in value real estate companies, we continue to prioritize best-in-class, competitively advantaged real estate growth companies, consistent with our long-term investment philosophy. In our opinion, the risk-reward prospects have started to become more favorable for growth stocks following the sharp divergence in year-to-date performance between real estate value and real estate growth stocks. Following significant underperformance in 2020, rights were among the best-performing market categories in the first six months of 2021. The Barron Real Estate Fund, with its balanced portfolio composition that tends to limit its right allocation to approximately 25% to 30% of the fund, was unable to keep pace with rights in the last few months. Additionally, a few of the fund's Asia-focused real estate investments, Las Vegas Sands Corporation, Wynn Resorts Limited, and GDS Holdings Limited, weighed on the fund's performance due to COVID-19 headwinds that limited travel and other Asia-centric macroeconomic and business considerations. We remain optimistic about the long-term return potential for these companies. In the past, there have been periods when the fund has temporarily trailed its benchmark. The fund has a track record of bouncing back. Our team remains driven, hard at work, and we are optimistic that we will, once again, deliver strong long-term relative performance for our shareholders as we have done over the years. In the most recent quarter, we participated in the IPO of Latham Group Incorporated the largest manufacturer of fabricated pools globally. We believe this company is well-positioned to benefit from several multi-year tailwinds including anticipated strength in the U.S. housing market, a cyclical recovery in new pool construction, and a secular growth opportunity as the company's fiberglass pools offer several advantages versus most other pool options, concrete and vinyl, for example, including lower costs and maintenance, faster build times, and higher manufacturer profitability. The shares of Red Rock Resorts Incorporated, a real estate gaming, development, and management company that generates 100% of its cash flow in the Las Vegas locals market continued to perform well in the most recent quarter. We remain optimistic about the long-term prospects for the company given the quality of its 100% owned real estate assets, the attractive and expanding Las Vegas locals market, strong population growth, and the company's impressive growth and free cash flow prospects. We believe the shares could appreciate by approximately 50% in the next few years. The shares of Equinix Incorporated gained 18% in the most recent quarter. Equinix is the premier global data center company in the world. 
We believe the company is exceptionally well positioned to continue to benefit from powerful secular demand trends including strong growth in information technology outsourcing, increased cloud computing adoption, multi-year increases in mobile data traffic, global internet traffic, and the number of connected devices. The shares of long-term holding Brookfield Asset Management Incorporated gained 15% in the most recent quarter. The company is a leading alternative asset manager focused on investing in high-quality real estate and infrastructure-related assets that tend to generate predictable and growing cash flows. We remain bullish about the ongoing prospects for Brookfield given the secular growth opportunity for alternative assets, the company's many competitive advantages including scale, global capabilities, its well-known brand name, operating expertise, and performance track record. We hold management in high regard and believe the shares remain attractively valued. The shares of Las Vegas Sands Corporation, a leading developer of luxury casino resorts in Macau and Singapore, declined in the most recent quarter in large part due to COVID-19 travel-related restrictions. We believe the shares are attractively valued and will recover sharply when travel restrictions are lifted. Following exceptionally strong performance in the first quarter of 2021 when its shares gained 56%, the shares of TripAdvisor Incorporated declined 27% in the most recent quarter. The company is an online travel site used for planning vacation trips. TripAdvisor has built a strong following with more than 460 million unique monthly visitors, and we believe the company is ideally positioned for a travel recovery as more and more people are vaccinated. Following a 232% gain in 2020, the shares of Penn National Gaming Incorporated declined 29% in the most recent quarter, and are down 13% year-to-date. At its recent price of only $73, down from a peak price of $136 in March, we believe Penn's shares are now attractively valued. We believe the company's 41 regional casinos are worth approximately $60 per share. Its remaining barstool media business and online sports betting and iGaming businesses are currently valued at only $13 per share or less than 3.5 times our expectation for cash flow for these business in 2025. We hold CEO Jay Snowden in high regard and believe he and his team have several levers to grow cash flow and create strong shareholder value in the next few years. Following exceptionally strong share price performance in 2020 and early in 2021, the shares of Open Door Technologies Incorporated declined sharply in the last few months. Open Door provides a digital platform for residential real estate that allows for the purchase and sale of homes on a mobile device. The company generated $2.5 billion of revenues last year, and management, who we have high regard for, believes there is a path to growing revenues to $50 billion over time. At its recent price of $17, versus a peak price of $36 in February, We believe the shares are attractively valued and offer compelling upside in the next few years. Our Investment Themes and Portfolio Construction Investment Themes In the second half of 2020, we structured the fund to take advantage of three compelling investing themes and have maintained these themes in the first six months of 2021. As we peer into the second half of 2021, our sense is that it is premature to pivot away from the fund's themes. As a reminder, The fund's current investing themes are 1. COVID-19 Recovery Beneficiaries This investment theme encompasses what we call the epicenter real estate companies of the 2020 pandemic. 
Last year, certain rights and other real estate-related businesses that rely on the assembly of people were severely impacted by COVID-19 as they were forced to shut down all or a large part of operations almost without exception. The share prices of many of these companies declined last year and remained below peak prices. In the second half of 2021, we anticipate the release of pent-up consumer and commercial demand, and a rebound in cash flows for several of the hardest-hit segments of real estate, particularly the travel-related segments, as more people are inoculated with COVID-19 vaccines and economic activity resumes. Despite a recent rebound in the share prices of many of the COVID-19 recovery beneficiaries, we believe several companies have significant upside. Examples of the fund's COVID-19 recovery beneficiaries include Real Estate Casino and Gaming Companies Las Vegas Sands Corporation, Red Rock Resorts Incorporated, Boyd Gaming Corporation, Wynn Resorts Limited, and Penn National Gaming Incorporated. Vacation Timeshare Companies Marriott Vacations Worldwide Corporation, Travel Plus Leisure Company, and Hilton Grand Vacations Incorporated. Amusement Park Operators Six Flags Entertainment Corporation and SeaWorld Entertainment Incorporated. Commercial Real Estate Services Companies CBRE Group Incorporated and Jones Lang LaSalle Incorporated Real Estate Operating Companies Workfield Asset Management Incorporated Land Development Companies The Howard Hughes Corporation Certain Rights, Office, Apartment, Mall, Shopping Center, Hotel, Healthcare, and Gaming Rights Douglas Emmett Incorporated, Simon Property Group Incorporated, Bornado Realty Trust, American Assets Trust Incorporated, Equity Residential, MGM Growth Properties LLC, and Gaming and Leisure Properties Incorporated. On June 30, 2021, COVID-19 recovery beneficiary companies represented 45.9% of the fund's net assets. 2. Opportunities in Residential Real Estate we remain bullish on the multi-year prospects for U.S. residential real estate. The key component of our optimism is that there has been a structural underinvestment in the construction of residential real estate that we believe is likely to reverse in the years ahead. Today, the U.S. is building the same number of homes annually as it did in 1959, approximately 1.4 million homes, which also equals the 60-year average. This annual construction figure is shockingly low when one considers that the U.S. population is more than 150 million people larger than it was in 1959 to 330 million people today versus 178 million people in 1959. Demand prospects are also encouraging especially from the approximately 72 million millennials, ages 23 to 38, many of whom are now looking to buy or rent a home. The large imbalance between pent-up housing demand and low construction levels bodes well for new single-family home purchases, so long as mortgage rates and home prices do not spike to levels that would deter would-be home buyers. Other cyclical and secular tailwinds that should aid the U.S. housing market in the years ahead include Cyclical tailwinds In addition to cyclically depressed levels of construction activity and pent-up demand, low inventory levels, low mortgage rates, higher consumer savings, meaningful stimulus checks, and a rebound in job and economic growth should continue to benefit the U.S. housing market. The current situation is nothing like what occurred during the global financial crisis when our country's inventory of homes was significantly oversupplied relative to demand. 
Secular tailwinds. COVID-19 has also given rise to secular tailwinds that may aid the U.S. housing market for several years. Suburban may become the new urban. More U.S. families have been moving out of urban areas to suburban towns. We expect demand for single-family homes, to purchase or rent, to remain strong. Work from home or anywhere, should work from home arrangements become more permanent, people will have more flexibility to relocate away from urban centers. This should lead to an increase in new home sales and demand for single-family rentals. More time at home may lead to more investment in the home. Homeowners are likely to spend more time at home than ever before as more employees work from home. This trend should contribute to homeowners spending more on home repair and remodeling activity, home office, outdoor decks and living spaces, pools, kitchens, and refreshing paint jobs. The fund currently has investments in several companies that should benefit from this trend including, Home Depot Incorporated, Lowe's Companies Incorporated, Fortune Brands Home and Security Incorporated, Installed Building Products Incorporated, Site One Landscape Supply Incorporated, Pool Corporation, Trex Company Incorporated, The Azit Company Incorporated, and Latham Group Incorporated we are mindful of, and will continue to monitor, the potential risks to the fund's investments in residential real estate-related companies. Many residential-related stocks performed well in 2020 and in the first six months of 2021, certain valuations are not as compelling, year-over-year growth comparisons may be more challenging later in 2021, and a sharp increase in mortgage rates coupled with double-digit home price growth would make homes less affordable. Regarding home price affordability, despite strong recent home price appreciation, we believe affordability remains attractive in part due to increases in household income and historically low mortgage rates. We will elaborate on this topic in our next shareholder letter. We would also note that many builders are currently holding back the sales of homes so that they can better match the home sales price with the cost to build a home, lumber, labor, etc., and generate an attractive profit margin. The implication is that the recent slowdown in new home sales is partly technical, supply-induced, not due to a lack of demand, and, if so, any home sales slowdown may not persist. Should headwinds begin to surface for the housing market, we would expect any correction in the share prices of residential real estate-related companies to be relatively shallow given the powerful cyclical and secular housing-related tailwinds. Areas of investment focus include home builders, single-family rental rights, manufactured housing rights, residential building products-slash-services companies, apartment rights, and other residential-related real estate companies. The fund's ability to invest in non-right residential-related real estate companies such as home builders, land developers, building products-slash-services companies, and home centers is one of the important differentiators that affords the fund the ability to distinguish itself versus right funds. On June 30, 2021, Residential-related real estate companies represented 20.5% of the fund's net assets. 3. The Intersection of Technology and Real Estate Real estate technology-related companies performed well in 2020. We noted in our 2024 quarter letter that valuations were generally less compelling than one year ago and the performance of the stocks may underperform in the near term relative to laggard real estate categories that should benefit if economic growth accelerates in 2021. This has occurred in the first six months of 2021. We also cited that we remain bullish on the long-term prospects for several real estate technology companies. The impact of technology on real estate is undeniable. The growth in cloud computing, the internet, 
mobile data and cell phones, and wireless infrastructure are powerful secular drivers that should continue unabated for years and are impacting real estate, along with many other industries. If anything, the pandemic has accelerated these secular trends as more people conduct business, leisure, residential, and commercial activities online. Real estate-related companies that embrace and adopt the latest technological advances and innovations remain an important focus for us. Key beneficiaries of the technology revolution include data center companies, wireless tower companies, industrial rights, and real estate data analytics companies, among others. On June 30, 2021, technology-related real estate companies represented 19.9% of the fund's net assets. Portfolio Construction In addition to prioritizing the three investment themes cited above, we have continued to implement a barbell approach to the fund's portfolio construction that includes a more balanced mix between best-in-class real estate growth companies and real estate value opportunities. We believe our current barbell approach is prudent because COVID-19 led to a wide disparity in share price performance and valuation for several real estate companies. We have maintained the fund's investments in competitively advantaged best-in-class real estate companies with long runways for growth. Examples include Alexandria Real Estate Equities Incorporated, American Tower Corporation, CBRE Group Incorporated, CoStar Group Incorporated, Equinix Incorporated, GDS Holdings Limited, Lowe's Companies Incorporated, Prologis Incorporated, and Zillow Group Incorporated. The fund's long-term investment philosophy remains the prioritization of best-in-class real estate growth companies. We have continued to acquire shares in several real estate companies that are attractively valued and are on sale. Examples include Brookfield Asset Management Incorporated, Douglas Emmett Incorporated, Jones Lang LaSalle Incorporated, Simon Property Group Incorporated, Bornado Realty Trust, and the Howard Hughes Corporation. Barron Real Estate Fund currently has investments in rights, plus eight additional real estate-related categories, not including unclassified securities. Our percentage allocations to these categories vary, and they are based on our research and assessment of opportunities in each category. Our All-Weather Real Estate Fund Approximately 12 years ago, we began to prepare for the launch of the Barron Real Estate Fund. At that time, our goal was to structure an all-weather real estate fund that would have the potential to perform well in i. Various stages of a real estate cycle 2. Different macroeconomic environments such as periods of strong and weak economic growth, declining and rising interest rates, inflationary periods, etc., and 3. Disparate real estate investment landscapes The key distinguishing characteristic of our all-weather real estate fund is that unlike most real estate funds that tend to limit their investments to rights, our investment philosophy and strategy has been to structure and maintain a more expansive and actively managed real estate fund, one that invests in rights, but also in various non-right companies that operate within or provide services or products to the real estate industry. In our opinion, the fund's flexibility fosters two key competitive advantages. First, the Barron Real Estate Fund, unlike passively managed real estate strategies and most right funds, has a greater ability to pick our spots and pivot away from right and non-right real estate categories that may face long-term occupancy, rent, and cash flow pressures. Second, our decision to pursue a differentiated real estate investment approach enhances our potential to generate strong returns in various real estate and macroeconomic environments. For example, we are mindful that interest rates and inflation are a current, 
Top of mind topic. It appears that the consensus expectation is that interest rates are likely to rise, and elevated inflation may persist. Should this occur, we believe the Baron Real Estate Fund has the capability, more so than most of our real estate peers, to continue to perform well, in part due to our more expansive approach. We would note, however, that although we are mindful of the macroeconomic environment, we do not base our investment decisions on macro forecasts. In our opinion, macro forecasts such as the direction of interest rates, inflation, the US dollar, and economic growth tend to be hit or miss. The performance of Barron Real Estate Fund in rising interest rate environments. Since the launch of the fund at the end of 2009, there have been six periods when the U.S. 10-year Treasury yield increased by at least 80 basis points. During these rising interest rate periods, the Barron Real Estate Fund generated positive absolute performance in five of six periods. The only period the fund did not generate a positive return was a 13-month period when it declined 1.82%, outperformed the MSCI U.S. Right Index 100% of the time, in six out of six periods, the following table summarizes the fund's performance during the periods when interest rates have increased at least 80 basis points. The performance of Barron Real Estate Fund in rising inflationary environments. Since the launch of the fund at the end of 2009, there have been six periods when the one-year inflation increased at least 100 basis points. In aggregate, the fund and real estate more generally have proven to be respectable inflation hedges. During these inflationary periods, the Barron Real Estate Fund generated positive absolute performance in five of six periods. The only period the fund did not generate a positive return was a 10-month period beginning on November 30, 2010, when it declined 7.51%, outperformed the MSCI U.S. Right Index in four of six periods with an average outperformance of 724 basis points outperformed the MSCI Real Estate Index in four of six periods with an average outperformance of 339 basis points. Concluding thoughts on our all-weather real estate fund? We do not profess to have clarity regarding what may transpire in the real estate cycle, real estate landscape, and macroeconomic environment in the months and years ahead. Rather than attempting to forecast the macro, we will continue to prioritize the micro the research and analysis of real estate companies and real estate markets. We will also continue to do our best to structure our all-weather real estate fund to perform well over the long term. The table below summarizes the absolute and relative performance of the fund's institutional share class since inception and over shorter standard periods. The fund has outperformed its primary benchmark, the MSCI Real Estate Index, and the MSCI U.S. Right Index over all periods. The Prospects for Real Estate and the Barron Real Estate Fund We continue to believe the near-term and long-term prospects for public real estate remain attractive. Near-term case for real estate 1. Demand continues to outstrip supply. A generally favorable relationship between demand and supply bodes well for real estate. Regarding the demand outlook, commercial occupancy and rents and residential home sales and homes for rent are, in most cases, improving against a backdrop of modest inventory levels. Regarding the supply outlook, most real estate categories are not witnessing warning signs of excess inventory and sharp increases in new construction. Commercial real estate construction activity and inventory levels remain modest due, in part, to elevated construction costs and labor shortages. 
In the single-family-for-sale home segment of residential real estate, inventory levels remain depressed relative to historical standards and demographics. 2. Business conditions are improving for most of our real estate companies both residential and commercial real estate and the outlook does not portend a recession. The performance of several real estate companies lagged in 2020 largely due to the coronavirus headwind that led to a sharp slowdown in business activity for hotels, real estate casinos, urban apartment and office landlords, malls and shopping centers, and other real estate categories. The inability to assemble people and businesses disproportionately weighed on a large segment of real estate. Last year's real estate headwinds have begun to recede, and we expect this trend to continue in the months ahead. We anticipate that portions of real estate will continue to be key beneficiaries of an economic reopening. 3. The real estate cycle has reset, and we believe the multi-year outlook is attractive. Most real estate cycles tend to last 5 to 7 years, like an economic cycle. We believe much of real estate is in the relatively early stages of a multi-year recovery, fueled by improving prospects for demand, subdued construction inventory levels, strong and liquid balance sheets, and well-functioning credit markets with historically low interest rates. 4. Substantial private capital is still in pursuit of real estate ownership supported by widely available debt capital at low interest rates. We continue to believe that real estate merger and acquisition activity will remain strong. It is estimated that approximately $344 billion of capital has now been raised by private equity sources to invest in real estate, which equates to approximately $1.1 trillion of total real estate purchasing capacity, assuming typical 70% debt financing. We anticipate that large amounts of capital from private equity investors such as Blackstone and Brookfield Asset Management, sovereign wealth funds, endowments, pension funds, and others will continue to step in and capitalize on the opportunity to buy quality public real estate given the compelling arbitrage opportunity in the public real estate market relative to the private market. This embedded put scenario should limit downside valuation and pricing. 5. We continue to identify several real estate companies that remain on sale and are attractively valued. The fund took advantage of the major buying opportunities that were created in 2020 following the swift and intense stock market correction. Though many stock prices have recovered, valuations for many of our current or prospective real estate-related investments remain quite reasonable and, in some cases, particularly attractive. Long-term case for real estate We believe the long-term case for public real estate is compelling. 1. Solid historical long-term returns with ongoing potential. For the 20-year period ended June 30, 2021, U.S. equity rights have delivered the best cumulative return relative to the S&P 500 index, fixed income alternatives, international equities, and commodities. Since inception on December 31, 2009 through June 30, 2021, the Barron Real Estate Fund which owns rights and non-right real estate companies has delivered a cumulative return of 535.45%, far outdistancing the 202.49% return of the MSCI U.S. Right Index. We remain optimistic about the potential for real estate to continue to generate solid long-term absolute and relative performance. 2. Diversification and Low Correlation to Equities and Bonds According to FactSet, over the last 20 years, through June 30, 2021, rights have provided diversification benefits due to their modest correlation versus stocks, 0.67 versus S&P 500 index, and low correlation versus bonds, 
0.21 versus Bloomberg Barclays U.S. Aggregate Index. 3. Inflation Protection. Historically, certain real estate has had the ability to raise prices to provide inflation protection. Inflation-linked property value, higher prices for labor, land and materials may constrain new real estate construction activity thereby supporting higher occupancies and the ability for landlords to raise rents. Pricing power, property owners in supply-constrained areas are often able to pass along higher operating costs by raising rents in periods of rising inflation. Short lease duration, real estate segments with short lease terms have the ability to raise rents relatively quickly to offset inflation. Examples include hotels, one-day, self-storage real estate, 30 days, apartments, one-year, single-family rental homes, one-year, and senior housing facilities, one-year. Annual rent escalators, certain real estate leases have contractual annual rent escalators, in some cases tied to an inflation index, i.e., Consumer Price Index or CPI. We remain optimistic about the prospects for Barron Real Estate Fund. We believe the benefits of the fund's broader approach and flexibility will become even more apparent in the years ahead in part due to the new and evolving real estate landscape. We continue to believe the fund is comprised of quality companies. The businesses that we continue to own are well-managed, have market-leading positions, possess quality balance sheets, own well-located real estate, and grow cash flow at faster rates than most of their peers. We believe the fund is structured to capitalize on compelling investment themes. A portion of the fund's real estate companies such as certain rights, real estate service companies, home builders, casinos and gaming companies, and other commercial and residential-related real estate companies remain on sale at appealing prices. Thank you for your past and continuing support. Of course, I proudly continue as a major shareholder of the Barron Real Estate Fund alongside you. Sincerely, Jeffrey Kolich, Portfolio Manager, 2022-2023.